Good day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Juice Man Speaketh. I'm your host, Joshua Baumgarten, and I want to start this episode off by going over some things really briefly that I touched on in my last episode. Those two things are where I got the information about 70% of Americans being overweight or obese and the average American watching between five and seven hours of TV per day. So I mentioned those in the last episode that I put out and some of my friends were willing to listen to that episode, which I'm really grateful for, and provide me with some honest feedback. And one of my friends, who I really appreciate him enlightening enlightening me to this, said that he really wanted to know where those numbers came from. So I, like I said, I wanted to start this episode by putting that information out there. So the information about 70% of Americans being overweight or, or obese comes from research conducted by the Center for Disease Control, and it was published in 2015, and the information is 36.5% of U.S. adults are obese, while another 33.5% are overweight, so getting close to obese. So you could see how 36.5 and 33.5 add up to 70. I'm not sure if that math checks out exactly, but you can get a calculator and you know double check that for me. The other one uh, about the average American watching television for five to seven hours of TV per day, that comes from a study of the Nielsen ratings, right? The Nielsen company that has you know thousands of boxes out there in the United States to track what we watch, get ratings on shows, and all kinds of stuff. That information was actually published in 2016. And it's that the average American watches five hours and four minutes of TV per day, uh, which is a lot. So that's some wild stuff, but that's where that research comes from. And those are the numbers that I put out there in my episode last week. So I wanted to go over that, make sure all of you knew I wasn't just pulling this stuff out of thin air. That would be a little ridiculous, especially with all the all the fake news going around, you know, can never be too careful. Uh, Right now, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this week's episode, please listen to a word from our sponsor. We have our first sponsor. It's very exciting. Our sponsor is Waffles. So please listen to this message from Waffles. Have you ever woken up in a nice spring morning and had a hankering for a fluffy, syrup-holding piece of matter that's where waffles come in we're like pancakes but we hold syrup in little squares and you really like it and they're good so when you think about having dessert for breakfast think about waffles like pancakes but less shitty mmm waffles Oh my god, that advertisement for waffles was so good, I am starving. But that's not the point of this episode. I had thought about episode two, I thought about what to talk about, I've been grappling with it all week, making an effort to figure out what would be the best thing to put out there to continue helping people. Part of me... A big part of me wanted to do an episode 
detailing the death of CrossFit High Road. CrossFit High Road was the gym I was uh, part owner of for about four years. And the way CrossFit High Road ended was not because we didn't have enough members and not because our staff wasn't amazing and not because our members weren't happy. Uh, The reason CrossFit High Road closed is because I trusted a couple of the wrong people, unfortunately, and they took advantage of that business and the membership and the staff, and it's really unfortunate about why it closed. So I thought about making an episode detailing that so that anyone willing to listen would kind of know a bit more about me and where I'm coming from when I talk about appreciating the moment or appreciating what we have instead of getting caught up in what we don't have in life. And that would be kind of a bridge off of last week's episode about fitness being a a mental game and a physical game that we want to succeed at. And then I, I thought about it more and more, and that was really kind of just my ego getting involved I think, and uh, I, don't, I don't want that. I think it would have become me going, hey, look, everyone, I wasn't fucking up, I swear. I had just a shitty situation, and now I'm at where I'm at. And I don't want it to be like that. I don't want it to be about me. I want this podcast ultimately to be about the celebration of everyday people like you, like anyone that's willing to listen right now. You're probably not a major celebrity, um, Shakira, if you're listening today, I've had a thing for you for a very long time. Thank you for listening. But this is about people appreciating their ability to overcome challenges in their everyday lives and how much that can inspire others when they know about it. And for me, instead of talking about the death of CrossFit High Road, I want to talk about what kept me going while things were going horribly wrong behind the scenes at the gym and how I was very fortunate to find inspiration every day simply by interacting with our members and my friends and our members were my friends and this has continued even in the transition to CrossFit Chino Hills, I, I'm very lucky to be. Em, I'm very lucky to be empo- employed. Period. Uh, I get to do what I love every day, and that's and that's help people. And I think people forget, or maybe they don't even know how much they help me and how much they inspire me every day. And and I, it's like, why would I talk about the death? of CrossFit High Road when there's so much more life and and so much more life has sprung up from that going into the past and it's and it was a very sad thing and a very challenging time and I had a couple of options when the gym closed and while the gym was looking like it was going to close and while all the crazy stuff was happening behind the scenes I could have wallowed in self-pity and treated people like crap because I was getting treated like crap and take advantage of people because I was being taken advantage of. Or what I chose to do instead 
was focus on all the beautiful things in my life and focus all my energy on creating a better future and holding on to the belief that something better would come from what was going on at High Road. And I think that's actually happened. And and I owe it all to people like you that overcome challenges every day that you probably don't appreciate. And I think I touched on it a little bit in the last episode, specifically referencing fitness and appreciating our efforts inside of the gym and all of that, but appreciating yourself outside of the gym and all of the little things that you do that a lot of people do. Also, a lot of people don't, but the little things that you do that you might not get recognized for that help change lives for the better. And I think about all the conversations I had with so many members at, at High Road, you know, I, I, or when I was a personal trainer even before that, and when I was when I ran There Is No Quit Fitness, and even now at Chino Hills, I'll talk to people one on one, and they'll share details about their life outside of the gym because I'll see something on their face that indicates to me that they're having a rough day, or they get frustrated, or their behaviors changed here or there, and um, you know I'm. I'm fortunate that I've had a lot of very good friends and I have an amazing family that have cared enough to help me through tough times to where I learned from them how to help other people work through tough times. And sometimes it's as simple as, as listening. And so I asked these members when they come into the gym, what's going on? And people would share this stuff. And man, the, the fact that so many of you are willing to work jobs that you might not love. I mean, it. there's that saying where, oh, if you don't do something you love, you need to find another job. And it's like, ah, well, yes and no, because the job you might not love that you can tolerate helps you help your family or your friends, or it helps, you know, it's a means to an end. And if you're willing to sacrifice some of your day or in some cases, people work jobs they don't like for years, but they can help their children. They can help their spouse. They can do so much because they're willing to sacrifice and suffer. And I think, I mean, it's not like crazy suffering where, the, I mean, I mean, they just you can imagine. There's a lot of examples I could use, but people are willing to put themselves through little bits of hell or walk across hot coals for people they love. And yet they don't appreciate that effort because so many of the people around them are doing the same. But that doesn't make it any less special. And I want all of you to appreciate what you do. And also know that you have a choice because you don't have to. You could quit any time and you don't. You keep working hard for the people you care about and that is a really incredible thing and I want you to think about appreciating that because not everyone does it. Because there's people that bail on their families. There's people that bail on their friends all the time and they aren't willing to sacrifice anything 
in order to help the people they care about. So I would get to hear about this stuff all the time. So when all the craziness was happening with High Road and it kind of seemed like it was raining garbage every day unexpectedly, I I could go into great detail about the impact it had on my life outside of the gym. Um, but this isn't the time because I want this to be about you. But I was always inspired and what I would tell people there, oh man, like it's crazy that you're you're going through this, the people that knew the details. I'm like, yeah, well, everybody experiences challenges. And if I in a in a leadership role want people or want to help people overcome challenges and be good to people and be positive in the face of great adversity, then I too need to demand that of myself. So I I learned how to handle the adversity coming with a business being destroyed and kind of ripped away from people that go to work at a job they don't like every day. Or you know, you're you're sick and tired and you still drive your kids to soccer practice and you still get them to school and you still put food on the table and you still do all of these things. And I think people really undervalue themselves. And that's what I wanted this episode to be about. And I think I'm getting that that point across. I want you to reflect on the things that you do and the things that you have in life because that's what really helped me get through that really, really gnarly time in my life when CrossFit High Road was dying. Uh, I don't know how many of you have ever owned a business or built something from the ground up or worked 60, 70, 80 hours a week, uh, had your phone going off constantly because you're you want to be connected to a community, whether it's your employees or your friends or your coworkers, to where it consumes you. But you're willing to be consumed by this in an effort to help the people you love. And when I look back, and even right now as I think about it, I've been really fortunate for a very long time to have people walk through the doors of the facilities that I've worked in that show me what it's like to be tough in the face of great adversity. I you know I saw it a lot when when I was enlisted, you know my man I saw it a lot when I was enlisted. I I was very fortunate to serve with so many great men far better than I was and learn from them. But even still in the civilian world, so many people do such amazing things that they don't appreciate. And it's tough to watch. And the ultimate goal for me as a, as a gym owner, as a coach, uh, or as I guess, let me rephrase that because I'm not a big fan of labels. Uh, someone that owned a gym and someone that coaches people, I, I want people to appreciate themselves and be encouraged by the process of life, 
and the process of improvement and the process of learning. Because if we make the mistake of not appreciating the little things we do and the little things that people do for us each day and the little things that people do for each other and the little bits of progress we make towards our big picture goals, then we are missing the target in life. We're not looking for meaning. We're not creating meaning. We're not staying staying committed to goals and we need or maybe we don't need to, but it helps us to do that. It helps us stay motivated every day so that when we wake up at 4 a.m. or whatever time you wake up, whatever you consider to be early, when you wake up at 4 a.m. and you're about to grind through the commute for an hour and a half to go to this job that you know you do it, but you don't love it, and you work there from... 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and then you grind through traffic and you come home but you see your kids they got a roof over their head they're happy they're smiling they're laughing and maybe they don't understand how to appreciate all that you're doing but you know that you keep waking up and grinding it out because it's making a difference in the lives of the people around you And you need to appreciate that. And when you think about the big picture and how every day that you wake up and you set your foot on the ground, you go, today's another day. I'm lucky to be alive. I'm going to give everything I have and I'm going to appreciate all of it. And I'm going to learn from all of it because every little bit gets me one step closer to the ultimate goal, whether that ultimate goal is putting your kids through college or buying a house for you and your wife, for making sure that you and your significant other, you and your family can live comfortably, or if your ultimate goal is for you to be able to travel the world and you just want to save money so you can fly solo everywhere and see everything. Every single day, you've got to appreciate the things you're doing that get you closer to these goals. Because I see all of you, people from every walk of life that come to a fitness center, different incomes, different ethnicities, different religions, different everything, different political views, different everything. And ultimately, you all have the same goal. Live better. Find a way to be happy. Find a way to be healthy. And I think the biggest mistake A couple big mistakes. The majority of people don't appreciate themselves. And the majority of people don't look beyond the surface when they're interacting with others in an effort to connect and really truly understand that we are all on this journey together. As cheesy as that sounds. When you see someone and they're smiling and laughing, don't make the mistake of thinking that their life is all honky dory 24/7. That's a mistake. There's a lot of people at you know, a lot of our members at High Road when stuff was really going down there and it was all falling apart behind the scenes. A lot of people didn't know anything was wrong cuz they didn't come to the gym to find out about the challenges I was going through. They came to the gym 
to work on overcoming the challenges that they were facing. And in the midst of that process, they were inspiring me while they thought I was inspiring them. But my goal wasn't to, to do anything except help all of you appreciate yourselves and connect with each other. Because it's easier to overcome challenges when you have a team or a hashtag squad or whatever makes me sound really hip and cool. When you understand that regardless of our, our differences, we've got way more in common. And sometimes we make mistakes. We make mistakes in communication. I'm so guilty of making mistakes in communication or pushing too hard or holding back for too long. Whatever the mistakes we're making, let us not make the mistakes of thinking that we have it so much tougher than everybody else or that everybody else has it better than us. Regardless of what you see on the surface when you go into a Starbucks or you drive through McDonald's or you're on the freeway and you're getting pissed because someone cut you off, whatever, make an effort to like, be chill for a moment. Give yourself a few seconds and think, first of all, whether or not you've ever lost your cool or whether or not you've ever made a mistake while driving or whatever the situation is. Kind of step back and think about it and realize that sometimes our emotional responses in a moment are a byproduct of the weight of the world or the weight of our world being on our shoulders and we break down sometimes. And I've broken down sometimes too. And I've projected these emotions or thoughts onto people that didn't deserve it. But the thing that helped me the most when it came to not making that mistake anymore is realizing that everything we see and everybody that we interact with on a daily basis is overcoming some challenges that we don't know about or they're going through some gnarly experience that we don't know about. But if we connect and we're more chill with each other and we appreciate ourselves and others a bit more and we're a little more patient and a little more compassionate, We're going to be making one step forward every day towards making the world a better place. And you might not think you matter. I know that feeling too. There's days that even as someone that owned a gym or was about to coach a hundred and something people in a day, I've had those thoughts like, I don't matter. I'm not doing enough. And I'd venture to guess that all of you have had that thought at some point too in your workspace, or in your family, or with your friends. The reality is, you do matter. We all do. We all matter a lot to somebody. We got to matter to ourselves at the very least. And simply because we're not getting pats on the back constantly from everyone we help and interact with, doesn't mean they don't appreciate it. Remember that. So that's a big thing too. And I know I've kind of gone on and on and on about this appreciation and gratitude and hard work and how you're all overcoming challenges. Man, I think this whole podcast might be a thank you. A thank you to all of you, everyone that I've crossed paths with. The, I mean, my whole life, but especially the last several years 
I mean, for the first five years I was out of the army, I was in a serious depression, serious depression. But I was fortunate to have an incredible family and some really good friends help pull me out of that. And they talked to me about the challenges I was facing and shared their challenges. And that helped me make a step forward. And when my business was crumbling around me and there was nothing I could do to stop it, people were there inspiring me even though they didn't know it. And other people that were just helping me by being there and being willing to listen. And it's crazy to think like we all have the potential to create these support systems and these networks, and we do it on a minor scale. We've got our families and we got our close friends. But then we, but then we stop sometimes. And we give in to our kind of inherent tribal nature. And then, we, and then we limit it. And everyone else is an outsider and we push them away or we guard ourselves against that. Because trusting people is hard. Trust me, I know. Especially after the stuff I went through running that business. Trusting people is hard. But let's not make the mistake of defaulting to mistrust of everyone simply because we don't know them. There's always going to be some something crazy is going to happen. And there's going to be those outlier experiences where we get totally hosed. But one of the reasons those things make such a huge impact on us and trigger our kind of fight or flight response is because those things are so incredibly rare. Because all of society is built on trust. And a foundation of believing in the inherent good in people. Every time we drive down the street, we're trusting that other drivers aren't going to ram us off the road at random. Or we go into a grocery store or a coffee shop or wherever. And we trust that some crazy ass isn't going to come in there and just like try and give us a haircut out of nowhere. I know that's a terrible example, but I didn't want to go to an even darker place. But you get what I'm saying. So if society is built on trust and we're all going through challenges that we don't see. Why aren't we doing a better job helping each other? Why aren't we doing a better job being patient with each other and less judgmental and more positive and productive and appreciating the little things we do and the little things other people do? Because all of that stuff that I just talked about, seeing how all kinds of different people live their lives and listening to their stories and their challenges and their motivations and their ups and their downs has helped me handle some things that years ago when I really was depressed would have put me down and kept me down. And it all would have been a choice. It all would have been a matter of perception. So every obstacle creates an opportunity to get stronger. Every challenge we face gives us the opportunity to overcome, develop new skills, learn a different way of looking at things, develop a new ability, or increase our ability in some dynamic that helps us live better, help people better, Help each other better. Help ourselves better. 
and we move forward. Whether it's an inch, a foot, or a mile at a time. I think it helps all of us to live life with the intent to make the best out of every situation. And to do that, we've kind of got to break this culture of complaining and the woe is me mindset and the selfish mindset that seeps into these areas of our lives. We're all guilty of it, self-included. And we got to ask ourselves, how will this create a win-win? And we, it takes a little more critical thinking and a little bit more reflection. We can create win-wins when we understand that everyone is going through challenges. I've said that like 85 times in the last 25 minutes. But it's because I really want that message to hit home. Maybe your profession doesn't afford you the luxury of listening to people's lives all the time because a lot of people in business, your customers, you see once a week, once a month, once a year, whatever. When I owned a gym, my customers would be there five hours a week, seven hours a week, maybe even more. For months and years, we were roommates at the gym. I am so fortunate that I got to learn so much about humanity not only in my previous life experiences before owning a gym, but during my time owning a gym as a personal trainer and coaching exercise. And a lot of people that splinter away from each other have so much more in common than they would ever think. And a lot of it's, a lot of the Division is simply because y'all catch each other at the wrong time. And you forget that everyone's going through some gnarly shit. And almost nobody has it as easy as it might appear. So I hope I gave you some stuff to reflect upon. I'd, I'd like to believe I did. I could be wrong. I know I kind of went on and on and on for a bit, but it's because I'm really passionate about people caring about each other and caring about themselves and working every day towards making the world a better place. Maybe if I get a couple people on board with sharing that goal of mine to make the world a better place by a lot of little interactions here and there with everybody, Maybe that's going to make a difference. Because that's the ultimate goal. I want to give back to the people and to the world as much as people in the world have given to me. Because without all of you, my family, my friends, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I wouldn't have the mindset that I have and I would have been stuck at the bottom of the hole I dug for myself for the first 20 something years of my life so this podcast 
this episode was a thank you for helping me get through the death of CrossFit High Road. Because there's a strong likelihood that I would have given up on my goals and given up on helping people if it wasn't for all of you helping me so much. And I hope you continue to help yourselves and help each other and appreciate yourselves and your everyday accomplishments and the accomplishments of others and support each other in overcoming challenges. If you have any feedback or questions, please let me know. My email is joshua.baumgarten at gmail.com. I'm open to any and all criticism or feedback. It's only going to help me improve, and that's what I want. I want to learn and improve so that I can help you more effectively. And I know when I'm talking about stuff, I'm new to podcasts, so I'm definitely making some mistakes. And I'm also going to be a victim of my own biases when I'm talking about things. So I need your help so that I can help everyone better. That's the goal. Help each other help make the world a better place. I love you. I appreciate you listening. I hope you had a good time. You've got some food for thought. Keep appreciating yourself. Keep working hard. Every day, we're making the world a better place. Check out my next episode. And if you think anybody that you know would enjoy this podcast or it might give them an opportunity to reflect on some stuff, go ahead and share it. Even if you think they won't like it, if you want to help them and you think that they're going to tell you to get bent, whatever, send it their way. Positive energy needs to be pushed around. The world's a gnarly place, but the only way it's going to change is if we dedicate ourselves to making it better. Have a great day or night or whatever time you're listening to this. Have a great rest of your life. Talk to you later.